when you say one yes, that also must come with a thousand no's. And what he's saying is if you say yes to something for your time for this hour or this day or whatever it is, that means you have to say no to everything else, to the thousand other things that you could fill that time with. But what we oftentimes do is we're ambitious and we're positive and we're glass half full, right? And we're like, I can get that done. But we oftentimes underestimate how long it's going to take or we're not clear on what we've already committed on. And so you want to get that thing done. You want to be able to follow through on that. But then you don't because you weren't actually sure or clear what the heck you'd already agreed upon with other people. What's up, y'all? Guys, I'm going to talk about a topic that's not all that fun. It's not all that sexy, but it's heavy, heavy on my mind right now uh, because it's something I want to work on. And also, it's something that you likely need to work on as well uh, as an entrepreneur. It's, It's accountability. It's what does accountability look like? How do we have accountability for ourselves? How do we have people have accountability for us? And how do we have accountability for other people as well? Okay. So if you're new to the podcast, this is a Trevor Truck Talk. Every Thursday, I do a podcast when I'm driving somewhere and just really talk about the challenges, the opportunities, you know, moments of inspiration that pop up in my mind as I'm building my own business. Uh, as a multiple eight figure entrepreneur in real estate and software. And I want you guys and gals to build that business of freedom and impact uh, the same way that I'm always striving to do myself. And I want to impact you guys today. Okay. So I was down at our company retreat in Phoenix, Arizona. I talked about it on a previous episode of the podcast and it's so awesome. Like I absolutely love those retreats and maybe we'll do a YouTube video or something on those on how we do our retreats someday. Cause I feel I feel we would do our retreats pretty damn world-class. I'd put our retreats up against anybody else's retreats. They're fun. We get the right work done. We build amazing connection with each other. Uh, We build momentum on the right things. We drive for clarity. We build trust. And we just really, really drive our culture forward. So that's something. If you guys are interested in it, let me know on IG. You're interested in having me do a, a YouTube video or a podcast on how we do company retreats. But in this retreat, guys, one of the things that we dug into deeply is accountability. Uh, There's something called the five dysfunctions of a team. And Patrick Lencioni, one of my favorite business authors, wrote that book, uh, Five Dysfunctions of a Team. And basically, you say, if you're not driving the results you want to drive fully, there's some sort of dysfunction in your business. Okay, so at the very bottom of it, think of it as a pyramid. At the very bottom of it is uh, trust or lack of trust. And if there's no trust, you will not get the results in the business you want because everyone's going to be second guessing everybody else. Everyone's going to be, you know, uh, wondering if someone's going to take their job or take part of their their role or whatever it is, right? So if there's a lack of trust, then you will not be able to march forward on anything at all. Right up above that is essentially ambiguity or clarity. Okay, so um, once you have trust, the next dysfunction. That, that can oftentimes stop us dead in our tracks is that we're just not clear what we're trying to do. And there's there's ambiguity. It could be clear in your goals. It could be clear in your plan and strategy. It could be uh, that you're not clear on a specific project itself or you're not clear on whatever it is. You're not clear in your roles. You're not clear who can make that decision. And so if you're not clear in any of those things, we end up either having indecision and you have the same meeting over and over and over again that's frustrating and you go, why 
And we had this discussion again and again and again. It's likely because there's lack of clarity somewhere on who's going to make the decision. But oftentimes, like I said, if you're stuck on your goals and you're just not marching forward on your goals and you're just doing a bunch of things and you get to the end of the work week and you go, damn, I did a bunch of stuff, but I'm out of energy and I don't feel like I got the right stuff done. It's likely that you're not clear in your goals or you're not clear on the plan uh, to hit the goals. You might have ideas. You might have some things written down, but are you clear? These exact steps are the exact steps to reach my goals. If not, uh, and you have a team, then that's probably the dysfunction you need to tackle as long as you guys have a base level of trust. Okay, so let's say you have a base level of trust and you've done a good job driving clarity. So there's a clear plan, there's a clear vision, there's clear goals and clear roles. You guys know who is doing it and there's clear timelines and there's a, a project lined out and stuff like that, or at least there's a proposal. The next thing up uh, that's going to derail your success and results in business is, is uh, commitment. Okay. It's, it's the lack of commitment. Usually it's the ability to be able to follow through on something that was agreed upon. And that's actually one of the biggies that can, can that can really stall us. Not that lack of commitment does come from the lack of clarity. So if you nail the lack of, if you nail the clarity part, then you can have commitment. Okay. The next rung up is what, I, what we're going to be talking about, with, which is accountability. Okay. Oftentimes, we're in our businesses or even in our home lives, right? Where so one of us, one of us committed to something. Okay. It could, it could have been you. Uh, it could have been your spouse committed to something at home. Uh, it could have been one of your employees. It could have been you at work. It could have been your assistant, your business partner. Let's say there's something that, that you guys committed to. Okay. It's a project or a goal or an outcome or to go get the groceries today or to pick up your son or daughter at school. Uh, you and your your spouse talked about that before you headed out of the office or you head out of the home. You said, yep, I'll do it. And then later that didn't happen. Okay. Later that didn't happen potentially. So why didn't that commitment actually happen? Why didn't that follow through happen? Well, let's kind of run through a few examples uh, from my own life. I want you thinking about someone you're in as well, where, where commitment and accountability does not happen or actually where accountability does not happen. Okay. So accountability y'all, is essentially our ability to to keep a high bar, a high standard, a high bar for those around us and ourselves. Okay, a commitment is something that you said that you're going to do, and you have committed or allocated uh, resources to that thing. Okay, and and you you have then deemed I am the person who is going to get this thing done by this date, and I have also said no to other things. It, it actually. It actually reduces your options. Every time you commit to something, guys, it reduces your options. It means you can't do you can't do these other things. I remember a guy named Derek Sivers, uh, amazing entrepreneur. He he wrote this and it really hit me. He said, he said uh, something to the effect of when you say one yes, that also must come with a thousand no's. Okay, when you say one yes, that must come with a thousand no's. And what he's saying is if you say yes to something for your time for this hour or this day or whatever it is, that means you have to say no to everything else, to the thousand other things that you could fill that time with. But what we oftentimes do, and this is where accountability comes in, what we oftentimes do, and I do this as well, and I'm working, I'm working my butt off on it, but what we oftentimes do is we're ambitious and we're positive and we're glass half full, right? And we're like, I can get that done but we oftentimes underestimate how long it's going to take, or we're not clear on what we've already committed on. 
we're not clear in what we've already committed on because we don't have a plan maybe, or we're not tracking our goals or we're not tracking our tasks on the, on the weekly and daily basis. And so you want to get that thing done. You want to be able to follow through on that, but then you don't because you weren't actually sure or clear what the heck you'd already agreed upon with other people. And so then you step into it, you've got the best intentions, you put it on your, on your calendar, you then start to allocate the time and then all of a sudden your week gets eaten up and you get to the end of the week and you go, oh my gosh, where did the week go? And these two things I said I was going to get done didn't get done. Okay, so now here's where accountability comes in. What do you want your team to do or your spouse to do if you make a commitment and don't fall through on it? Do you want them to call you out or do you want them to ignore it? because it makes you kind of feel bad, because it makes you feel inferior. You don't want to be put on the, on, on, on the spot. Well, I think a lot of us, our natural tendency on accountability is to kind of get defensive at the start, right? Like if someone comes to you and says, hey, you said you'd do this and you didn't do this, oftentimes the, the human reaction, the natural human state is to get defensive and explain why I didn't do that thing, right? Because I don't want, I don't want to feel like I let you down. And if I have some excuse that might be semi-valid on why I let you down or why I didn't do this thing, then it makes it somehow a little bit better that I didn't do the thing, right? No, that's not, that's not the case. And I think we all probably do it. And so, so on, on the accountability side of it, I, I think we all should want people to hold us accountable in good, healthy ways. Now, this is where trust comes in, right? Because if we have that base level of trust and we've already discussed it with our team member or our business partner or our spouse. We said, Hey, you know, Hey babe, if, if I don't do this, I want you, I, I want to give you full permission to call me out on it because I want to get better here. And it's not okay that I'm not good there anymore. And, and here's why it's okay. It's not okay that I'm not good there anymore. I don't want to let you down. I don't want to create a, a bad example for my, for our kids, right? I don't want to uh, make you feel that you're not important or that the kids aren't important. I don't want those things. And so I want you to hold me accountable that if I don't do this for some reason, then you come to me and you mention it and I'll make sure that I get that thing done and I'll make sure I do something different next time to ensure that I will not forget it next time. Okay. Instead of your spouse coming to you and saying, Hey, Hey Roger, you said that you would do this. You go, yeah, but da, 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 we ran out the door and I think we weren't really clear who was going to do it. Well, you know what? If you didn't do your job to get clarity with your spouse on the way out the door and it was 10 o'clock in the morning and you're sitting there going, shoot, am I supposed to pick up Johnny or, or is, or is Carol supposed to pick up Johnny? Right? If you're not sure, and you need, you have lack of clarity, which means you can't make a commitment, which means then you are not accountable then call up Carol or text her and say, Hey, Hey babe, what do we agree upon? I can't remember. Am I picking up Johnny or are you get clarity on it? Once the clarity can be had, then commitment can be made. And then you can move the things in your calendar. You can say, you can say no to the other thousand things that could be on that calendar. So you can go get Johnny. Okay guys. So accountability is also, uh, there, there's so many elements of accountability. It's not just you know, are people holding me accountable or am I holding them accountable? It's recognizing the things that will lead to lack of accountability. It's recognizing that if I'm not clear on something or they aren't clear on something and we can't fully commit to this, then can I really be held accountable fully? And should I have even said yes to that thing in the first place? So if you're not fully clear on a conversation you just had at home with your spouse, or at work, ask some good questions. Say, 
okay, this is really good, but let me kind of repeat back to you what I think I heard. And then, um, then that way we're on the same page and I can fully commit to that. You repeat back to them the conversation you had, you repeat back to them what you heard, and you repeat back to them the commitment that uh, you feel that is to be made there. Okay, so hey, um, hey babe, so just to make sure before I head at the door so I can lock in my brain, and, and if any of you guys are listening to this, you guys are like me, I'm, I'm fully intentionally listening to my wife in that moment. I fully hear what she says. But sometimes my brain then immediately moves to the next thing or is even already drifting that way. And then if I don't write it down or I don't text it to myself or put up my calendar, there's a decently high chance, like at least a 50-50 coin flip that I might forget it. So over the years, I've had to kind of learn what works for me. Okay, so we're heading out the door. I say, okay, babe, let me slow down. Let me look you in the eyes um, just to make sure this is what we had talked about, right? Yep, that's it. Okay, cool. And it's two o'clock. Yep, two o'clock. Awesome, cool. Uh, let me go ahead and add this to my calendar right now or I'm going to text a note to myself. That way I don't forget it. And then she feels confidence that it's in there. Uh, I want to ask you guys this question. Let's kind of go to that that um, that scenario of picking up your kids from school. Uh, how many of you guys have, or gals, gals as well, but how many of you have had your spouse call you multiple times to say, Hey, just want to make sure you're doing X, right? Hey, want to make sure you're going to the store. Hey, want to make sure you're picking up your, you know, picking up Johnny. Hey, want to make sure you're going to the dry cleaners. Hey, want to make sure you're a blob, even though you guys agreed upon it, but they're doing it because they think that you're not going to follow through on it. They think you're going to forget. They think you made your schedule too busy. They think you're, you're untrustworthy and not accountable. So they're going to have to remind you. How many of us can relate to that? I know I can. And that's something I've, I've been working hard this last couple of years to get better at. And I can say that, that I've gotten better at it, but I'm definitely not 100% there yet. Right? So how many of you can relate to that? If that's something you can relate to, it's because in that scenario, your spouse doesn't feel that they can trust you in that moment to be accountable to the thing you'd committed to. And so what do you have to do? Do you have to go and do what I mentioned before to make sure you're getting clear on it and kind of pausing and documenting it and make sure it's in a spot that you won't forget, right? Do you have to um, have kind of a, an accountability partner like that? Say, hey, babe, I've got it documented, but if you wouldn't mind, just go ahead and shoot me a text if you're free and uh, at that time just to make sure that, uh, make sure that I don't forget it because I want to make sure I'm creating a good pattern here. And after four or five times of me nailing it, I don't want you to feel have to feel like like you have to remember these things for me. Okay. Same thing at work. And this is something that, that I'm working hard on because I'm that high quick start because I'm, I'm a, you know, glass half a glass, half full, positive, optimistic mindset. When people come to me, I honestly feel I can get that done. And so now I'm really, really working, working hard to say, okay, let me pause before I say yes. Cause immediately I want to say yes, but let me pause before I say yes. Let me understand what it is that they're asking me to do. Okay, what is it? What's the scope? How long might it take? When does it need to get done? Who else needs to be in involved in it? Uh, am I supposed to be informed on this or am I supposed to make the decision on this, right? You know, what, what is my part in this? What's my role in this project or this decision so I'm clear, okay? And if you know when it's supposed to be done by, and then you can say, okay, well now let me go look at what I already committed to. All right. So before I commit to this, can I go look at what I already committed to so I can 100% for sure make sure I'm going to get there? 
So then before you say yes, go look at your calendar, look at your priorities and goals for that week. Uh, you know, call your spouse if you need to, to make sure that there's nothing on the un- unwritten calendar at home, which we probably all have one of those. And, um, and then only then when you co- would you come back to that person and say, you know what? Yep, I can 100% do this. And that's in my calendar. It's locked in. Or the other alternative is you come back to that person and you say, you know what? I can't do it. Um, here's the other things I've already got allocated for this time period. Let me kind of bring them up with you in front of you, though, because if you and I can go through these together, let's see if there's something that might be le- lower priority or less important that I can actually remove from my schedule and bump it back a week or two. Okay. And so that way you're really getting clarity with that person and clarity yourself on what actually is higher priority. Okay. So that's, that's what I would do y'all. And that's what I'm practicing. I'm definitely not the perfect person in this by any stretch of the imagination, but it's one of the things I'm working on and we're working on it as a company as well. So if it's just you and just an assistant, uh, really practice accountability on both sides, raise that bar because when we don't hold someone accountable, like I said, it's either that we don't trust the way that they're going to respond to us and you're afraid to give them good, candid, loving, critical feedback because they might respond in a defensive way and you don't like that. Well, you guys need to build trust first. You need to have that deep conversation and say, hey, here's what I want. Here's what I would love. Can we have these types of open conversations so we can both get better? And can we both work really, really hard to try to not be, be defensive because uh, no one's trying to attack anyone here. We're just all trying to go towards the same direction. Right. So build that trust and build that muscle there. Okay. And then, like I said, that next part is mind for clarity. Okay. Mind for clarity. If you're the one committing to something, you can't commit to something if you're not clear on what you're committing to. And then that's a, a recipe for disaster. That's a recipe for failure. It's a recipe for that, having that standard lowered. Okay. It's a recipe for not making it happen. Okay. So get that clarity, mind for clarity, ask for the questions and, and make sure you're clear what you're committing to. And then vice versa, um, that the person who is asking, if you're asking someone to commit to something, you can just start to start to work with them to go, Hey, cool. Awesome. That's amazing. Just to make sure that you're not over committing and that I'm not putting you in a tough spot. Would you be able to look at your calendar and your other commitments and then get back to me in, let's say five, 10, 15 minutes, just to double confirm that you're hundred percent sure you can get it done. You're hundred percent sure that you don't have any conflicts. And, uh, if there's anything that pops up that, that you're like, Oh man, this is going to uh, put a pinch on my time. Just bring that to me. And then we can look at it at your list of priorities together. And then we can start to make sure that you have the right list of priorities and we can, you know, take other things that are lower priority and put them for next week if that works. Okay. So there's a responsibility on both sides, the asker and the person making the commitment. And then the last thing here, guys, is like I said, if we don't follow through and hold people accountable, we are lowering the standard for them. And I don't think any of us want to have people lower a standard for us, right? If you're a high achiever, y'all, you don't want someone to lower a standard for you. You want someone to raise the standard for you. You don't, you want to be a standard raiser, not a standard lower. And if we continually commit to things that we can't follow through on, which we're all guilty of, then we're actually training those around us to lower the standard for us. And then what do you think they do to the other people that they work with? They then lower the standard to them as well. And then that keeps on trickling down to the whole organization and the standards keep on getting lowered and lowered and lowered until things break. And then you have to go in and do a big old fix in the company. Okay. And I will fully own this, that 
that over over years we kept on having that standard a little bit lower, a little bit lower, a little bit lower. We'd have a team member who's an amazing person, but then people wouldn't send things to them anymore. Okay, they wouldn't feel confident that they could actually send things to that person to have them done on time or done well. And so they would do them. And then they wouldn't be done as well as this other person could potentially do them because that other person is the expert. And so you end up rolling out a bunch of projects that are mediocre, that don't actually get the result you want to get. And everyone's standard keeps on going into this, this standard spiral. And it goes into oblivion until you've got it, like you hit the breaking point and you have to fix things. Okay. So you guys fix it before it needs that it needs to hit that point. But if you guys want an amazing book or resource, go get the book from Lencioni, The Five Dysfunctions of a Team. If you have a team, you guys should read it together. And I think you'll really, really enjoy it. But let me recap this episode and hope you guys got something out of it. Even if you're a solo person, okay, if it's just you and there's no team, you can do these same things to hold yourself accountable to your own goals. Okay. You can look at that commitment you're making. You can ask yourself, am I clear what I'm committing to? Okay. You can ask yourself, okay, do I actually have enough time on my calendar to commit to this thing, to do this thing? Okay. And if you don't, then you reprioritize your things. You take the pressure off of yourself and you commit to only what, what you can actually guarantee that you can get done. So this isn't just a team thing, guys. It's an individual personal thing as well. So get the book, guys. Build that trust at the base level of this. And then mind for clarity. Okay, mind for clarity uh, with those things so you can make commitment. And you can only make commitment when you have full clarity in what you're committing to. And then once you've made the commitment or the other person has, then you have accountability, which means raise the standard. If you're not following through, the other person's not following through, call them on it, but have the agreement ahead of time that you guys are going to do so. So you guys can continually raise the standard, raise the bar with each other and just crush life and crush business. All right, you guys, hopefully this was a useful episode for home, for those who are solo operators, for those who are business builders as well. And uh, these are the types of things we dive into on our carrot camps and our new programs we're going to be rolling out here this year that I'm insanely, insanely excited about. So keep an, an eye out on the podcast, guys, for some new programs that are really based on how do we help you build that business of freedom and impact? How do we help you build the right team? How do we help you build the right systems? Because we can help you get all the leads in the world. But if you end up, if you end up despising your business, even though you're getting leads and deals because your business owns you rather than you owning it, then we none of us won. All right, so we want to help you guys truly build that business of freedom and impact, which leads are a part of that. But then processes, systems, and buying back your time with the right delegation are the next big parts. But we teach those in some of our other programs and on this podcast. So listen in. All right, you guys, give a rating and review on Spotify now. Spotify lets you give ratings and reviews, and so does Apple. And um, please. If you got any nugget out of it, pop in the, into one of those ratings reviews, what you got out of it. Okay, what did you love? What, what are you inspired about from this episode? What do you want to implement in your life or your business? And I also want to hear you guys report back on how it, how it worked. Did it impact you and, um, and how so? So I right, have an amazing rest of the week, y'all. Love you guys. Thank you guys for listening to the podcast. I mean, this is honestly something that's a labor of love for me, but something I just absolutely love to do and hope hopefully you're getting some value out of it all right guys have an amazing night talk soon